genre. What up, nerds? Welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about comics that came out last week. My name is Adam Sheehan. I am here as I am always here with Sean Petit. What's up? Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Byte. Ayo. As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast if you've read last week's books. We're going to ruin those for you. I'll give you timestamps in the episode description so that you can skip anything that you might need to skip. Our top story this week is Ghost Rider, number one, by Benjamin Percy, Corey Smith, and Brian Valenza. Every week, you, you change like one or two words from the intro yeah. and just make it unhinged, and it, it cracks <laughs> me up. It's like it's it's comedy gold to me, and I don't know why. I mean, I, I've I guess done this I, 105 times. I've gotten bored of our intro. I have to do something. Yeah, but like you change it in such a subtle way that I just I lose it. It's, it's you know, kudos. Kudos. Well, thanks. <laughs> I try. I do try. So uh, how's everyone's week, you guys? It's been a week. It's been sure a week. Sure has. Yep. Yeah. Um, I've uh, I've switched to Indica. <laughs> um, it's a good week for it. I have also. Yeah. No, I, I, I would lose my mind if I smoked weed. But um, you know, I, I uh, <laughs> this show isn't evergreen. We talk about like current events in every intro, so fuck it. You know, there's a war on. But um, I I I don't know if it's just like the perfect level of me being like medicated for my anxiety or like how far removed it physically is from me or just like the good news that's coming out of it. But like, I'm fucking chilling, dude. Like it's not how I would expect to react in a situation like this. I kind of have like weird survivor's guilt about it. I was like, I should feel worse. Yeah. But like in a terrible situation there, you are seeing a lot of like really inspiring things. Yeah, there's there's stories of heroes for sure. And an entire country that is just like based around mutual aid because they've been fucked by every war that's ever happened. It's just like yeah. fucking it's, hell yeah, man. Good for yeah, them. Some, yeah, like I said, it's ever, always going to be terrible, but it's like you said. Yeah, yeah, it, but it like I think it, there's also a part it of it you feel where better it's like about it too. It's like when when I, like yeah, I feel all the terrible shit that happens in America, I I take personally yeah. because I feel like I can personally do something about it, even if it I can't. Uh, whereas uh, I'm just like, oh, I'm so physically far removed from this. I'm just like, whoa, what are you gonna do? What are you, what are you gonna you know? Dictators are gonna dictate, you know, like <laughs> you support just, you support the right side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah and that's, I just you know. I, in in a in a world full of uh, trucker convoys, be a Ukrainian defense force. Yeah, be be a ghost of Kiev. Yeah, <laughs> be be a be snake island in a, in a world I, of Russian battle. Uh, <laughs> in in, in my bones, I I I, I hope. The ghost of Kiev is real. Me I too. want that. Guy Every to be fiber real. of my being wants that to be a hundred percent true. But, and then I have to remind myself that shit—that's how propaganda works. And it's like, <laughs> no, hundred percent. It could yeah. be true, but since we don't have, since it has been verified, it's it, right now. It is incredible propaganda. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out, out about true. it a decade from now when Garth Ennis yeah. writes a war comic about the ghost of Kiev. <laughs> that's how we'll know. He he he's already on it. Sure. Yeah, he's on it. He's on it. So yeah, things are <laughs> th- things aren't great right now. Um, yeah. 
hopefully things get better by the time you get this episode. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully Russia's just bankrupt by the time this episode actually airs, yeah, and we're just dude. we're just completely outdated. <laughs> Best case scenario. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if 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 you happen to be Ukrainian and listening to this, God bless you. I don't yes. think we have any listeners out in Eastern Europe, but if we do, case, stay safe out there. Yeah. Be safe out there. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Just throw yeah, a ball. We, we could be international. We don't know yeah. yet. <laughs> we are I mean, international. I, think, I, I just don't think we're Ukrainian international. Yeah, the last I checked, I think we have a couple listeners in Europe, but I don't know how. how. I know we got a couple. You don't know how. Shout out to the UK. Yeah. Oh, you don't know. It's like I don't. I don't know where, how that got there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be truth, I, I don't. But like, love hey, you. <laughs> Probably Twitter. Yeah, that's true. Um, this is a long yeah, way yeah. for the internet to travel. <laughs> it's, it happens instantly though it just it just goes over there it's crazy so yeah so that's that's the week we're all living in so like in other news i'm i'm going through like all of the scream movies for the first time since like 1996 so oh franchiseography like just did that not long ago Night. Well, it makes sense because the new one just came out, and, I, and I've been yeah. hearing such mixed things about the first one, about the new one, that I'm like, I don't remember the first one. And then, yeah, I watched it. Turns out, I I like thought I knew who the killers <laughs> are, and I I didn't like at all. I was just like, oh, I I completely like I think I replaced the original Scream movie with Scary Movie in my brain. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> that that has a way of happening. Um, but yeah, I was also like eight when I saw it. So like, right. you know, <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, I'm watching all those and, and the Chucky movies, two franchises that I never actually watched all of. And I am, I'm having a great fucking time just turning my brain off. Uh, so Dude, that's, I'm, that's I'm watching Parks and Rec again and it just, it's nothing like watching a sitcom like that where you just feel good. Yeah, so everything true. about it just makes you feel good. I, I I've it. been all my friends that have been like going through tough shit with with this that's been going on. I'm like, just go watch Ted Lasso. Have you seen Ted Lasso? Dude. Go watch yeah. Ted. Put yeah, Twitter you'll down. Feel great. You will get some very cathartic crying done, and it's gonna be. You're gonna feel amazing. Well, yeah. I, I I'm in I'm in a very different space. So um, I guess this will be an official announcement. We're recording a special episode of Now in Trade on Mouse. So I've been re. I picked the worst possible time to decide to reread that i mean truly so, we all did <laughs> so yeah, like i i, that, that's I not, keep that's finding true. i keep finding myself in parts of that book where i have to put it down it's like i need to put yeah. this down for a minute then i pick up my phone and i open twitter and i go oh right war uh <laughs> <laughs> there's just yeah. no we definitely did pick a we picked it well we picked a time because someone else was a dickhead about it Another yeah. dickhead, so you know it's almost our- like everyone should read it. So things like this don't yeah, happen. It's Listen, a very it's a, important. Text it's a great for time right for to do the episode. It's also just a, it's a terrible time to read it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a terrible yeah. time for my mental health. I've just been yeah. in a fog for the last couple of days. It's been yeah, like rough. everything else just doesn't seem important. Yeah, nothing yeah. seems. Yeah, everything seems so fucking trivial now. Like yep. even things that were really fucking important a week ago are just trivial nonsense. Yep. Yeah. As absolutely. we. Are on comics. this comic podcast. Yes. <laughs> speaking of speaking, speaking of things that don't fucking matter. <laughs> Honestly, that's what we're fucking here for, right? Like, yeah, we're, right, yeah, we're I being mean, we're someone's Ted Lasso right now. So fucking yeah, sorry, turn your guys. brain off. Turn your fucking brain off. Stop thinking about Done. all this terrible shit yeah. we've just been talking Done. about. 
Let's talk about I some am, fucking comics. I Rain am perfectly off, ready and willing to be just a, a, a voice that's keeping you company in, in whatever <laughs> whatever room you happen to, happen to be in right now. You don't need to hear about this shit. No, you no, know, no, turn it You're off. there. We're all in this fucking world together right now. Yeah. We're all just, we're all just going, about- to, we're going to work in the middle of an apocalypse. So, like, at least fucking enjoy your commute, right? You know? Like, yeah. that's, let's, yeah. let's talk about something else. Are so, we in your ear holes. <laughs> <laughs> so, all that being said, let's, let's jump in. So, I've got X Deaths of Wolverine number three by Benjamin Percy, Federico Vicentini, and Dijo Lima. I said it wrong in case he didn't correct me. I, shocked. <laughs> I, I, I saw that you were going for a correction there. <laughs> it's, oh, 10 deaths deaths. Of Wolverine. it's 10 deaths of Wolverine. Thank you. I, I thought you meant the artist's name. That's so many <laughs> deaths. <laughs> a lot of, there's a lot of deaths and a lot of Wolverines. And there's a lot of, yeah. lot, there's a lot going there's, on. It's, it's funny because we, we were playing this game in the, in the dueling genre discord of like, make a, make a, your own x-men team you have 10 slots and there's no rules and i did 10 wolverines and, and, you, and you forgot yeah. you forgot about future phalanx wolverine didn't you you, you i did just, forget yeah. about future phalanx wolverine. <laughs> can't forget about future phalanx wolverine. I, I, I i cheated and threw patch on as a at logan and now patch. you can legitimately put another wolverine on here yeah patch so we, undead, we got undead phalanx wolverine we got oops all wolverines and i'm here for it <laughs> We're I don't know if we need- called it last time, but something is going on with the the Wolverine. Yeah, the oh, Wolver yeah. the Wolverine yeah. Force is there's a Wolverine there's disturbance. Force. <laughs> it's like the Odin Force, but it just <laughs> squadron. It's just full of whiskey and cigar smoke. <laughs> you know, uh, he doesn't smoke cigars anymore. There was there was a a, a point in in Marvel storytelling where they just quietly stopped making making him a smoker. Well, no. yeah, because the, I don't think it's they legally can show him smoking because like most movies you can't even show people smoking anymore. Like it's yeah. like No, uh, you can show people smoking in movies. That's not I don't think I don't you can do it in, in all ages comics though. Literally like, like a like a article this week about Colin Farrell in the new Batman movie how he fought to have a cigar and they wouldn't let him. Right? Huh. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. Or am I just making that? I don't know. Maybe making no, it no, up. that's, that's absolutely true. No, that's shit. <laughs> like, there's shit like that all the time. Like, I remember I just watched uh, uh, fucking like Ocean's Eleven or something for the first time. I was like, wow, everyone's smoking in this whole movie. It's fucking wild. The, I don't remember the last yeah. time I saw that. The best <laughs> is anime because they'll, uh, the, an- like, the American animators or like other countries will censor over the cigar with like a lollipop. Or That's funny. something, and just That's like ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's very funny. I guess it's just too much fucking heat to deal with, so they just take it out. Like they just, it's so much easier not to do it than to fucking fight people. <laughs> I think it changes yeah. your rating to R. I'm pretty sure having a character mm. smoke changes the rating. So like I something like that. I, we're getting way the hell off of this. Oh um, yeah, we are. So so our story starts in um in Krakoa, and it's it's Wolverine, uh, Lara, and scout is just kind of tagging along and just asking her a lot of just kind of how to questions. Be a Wolverine questions <laughs> yeah questions a kid wolverine would ask another wolverine it's very cute i like <laughs> it i love scout i think is my favorite wolverine i'm gonna i'm gonna say it 
Oh, absolutely. Scout and Jonathan, the literal Wolverine, are my favorite Wolverines. <laughs> right. Did you put him on your X, yeah. uh, X-Men? <laughs> yeah, Jonathan's Perfect. on there. <laughs> He's the snarf. You need a snarf. I don't know if you, you need, need, you need a, a snarf. <laughs> you want a snarf. <laughs> As Everything's someone... <laughs> better when you've got a snarf. I, okay. Like, as someone who literally just bought a Lionel figure today as I'm recording this, I don't know if you need a snarf. <laughs> oh, I'll fight you on that another day. That's so, fantastic. So um, a, a force ghost of Xavier just shows up and sneaks up behind uh, Lara. And she like, if he was really there, she would have cut him in half. <laughs> yeah. I love that even telepathically, they cannot sneak up on a Wolverine. Yeah, like it's that's bonkers to me. <laughs> but like, um, so Xavier's like, look, I I need you to do me a favor. There's a there's a Terminator Wolverine out there, and we need you to hunt him down. <laughs> and, and she's like, I, why do I have a feeling I'm not the first Wolverine you asked to do this? She's like, uh, Logan's a little busy right now. Yeah. Um, Jean Grey is noodling in his brain doing some yeah, crazy we're, shit. Well, we're days wanna... of future pasting him right now. He's busy. <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind about that on a different podcast because we can't go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, that's <laughs> that shouldn't work. That's not a thing. Yeah, uh, we'll, just, we'll just move past it before I latch on. That's a different book. <laughs> They're, they live on a living island that's sentient. Move on. Yeah, just tell me magic and I'll move on. That's yeah, all I mean, yeah, they, they, they got resurrect. fucking superpowers. Move the fuck on. So be that as it may. So Lara's like, all right, I guess I have to go hunt a Terminator Wolverine, and then Scout's like, I'm coming too. I, I love this part because there's uh, Scout is like hiding, and yeah. she's like, well, I guess you, you, you know, you didn't account for uh, me or whatever. And uh, there's like a small head cannon that I wish I just wanted a panel of like Xavier like getting startled as a ghost of of <laughs> of Gabby like behind him, like ah! a ghost. But, he's a, but he's a he's a telepathic projection chip and he's still he's still, still found a ghost and he's still scared of that like, would have yeah. been a fun little I was laughing at myself I was just like making my own joke I was like I don't know what's happening but I it's great so we we smash cut back to like this tech guy. I don't really know who this dude is. This they've tech been, guy. They've, they've been t- teasing him throughout the whole series. Where yeah. like she saw him when she was at the mall, and he's like basically in an Apple store, being like, "You can put computers in your brain now." Yeah, and like he's, yeah. he's like so, the like, new Apple CEO. That's, that's yeah, he's like he's like a Steve Jobs fucking Elon Musk so guy. So he, um, he's a, he's about to drop a new product in in a very. Silicon Valley kind of way. <laughs> and um f- fucking Terminator Wolverine shows up and I love uh, how he drove there. Yeah. Just something about that <laughs> in a police car so with the siren on. Just I like mean, I just He can't fly. How else is no, he? No, I know, but he's been just oh. chilling, walking everywhere. He got all the way from Krakoa just fucking There's fine. this uh, They have portals. <laughs> There's this amazing ongoing joke in Wolverine's solo title during the 80s of every time he would team up with Nick Fury, he would crash his motorcycle onto the helicarrier. (laughs) (laughs) It is fantastic. Incredible. That just reminds me of that. It's, It's so good. Yeah, it just it felt so silly to me for some fucking reason. I mean, the idea of Wolverine driving a car, much less a cop car, is pretty funny. Yeah, yeah the the, co- the cop car with every with all the sirens blazing, 
just smashing through. Like, that's <laughs> badass. Love that. So, um, this this Steve Jobs-looking dude, uh, he doesn't look like Steve Jobs, but this Steve Jobs <laughs> dude is whisked <laughs> away in his, in his helicopter, and we find out that Moira is uh, stowing away. Yeah, oh, and she she leaked uh, info to the CIA so that the CIA would show up at the same time as Wolverine and they would fight each other. I was like, that's pretty fucking smart. That is pretty smart and yeah. awesome. So, but, but yeah, also like big gamble to fucking rat yourself out to the CIA and just assume they're not going to catch you first. Right. Like, All right. <laughs> so she ends up holding this this tech dude hostage, basically. So, um. And I guess we'll get to it later. She needs some tech from him. She but, wants him to build the big thing. Yeah. Whatever that it Let's is. Let's just talk about it. Yeah. We, we could just cut between the two stories. Sure. She needs a new arm. Well, yeah. But that's secondary to the reason why she's there. That, this, is the guy the that, this is the guy that helps, him, helps her build the cure. Yeah. That's oh, why he wanted her. Right. He has the so equipment and like, she, a lab and shit. She's officially given up trying to you know help Kokoa and like now just full on trying to get fucking destroyed yeah and also and you guys are also kind of burying the lead not just the arm she wants an 11th life and she's gonna turn herself into a fucking android yeah I think that's part of it they've backed up like her or they're gonna back up their memory to so she's just gonna become her own Nimrod yeah. There's this really uh, interesting uh maybe. There's really interesting narration she has where she's like I tried to be their savior but now I'm just going to be their Judas and I was like, "Oh, wow. Well, all right. Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, she's um I don't know how this works out like timeline-wise. Um but is she Omega Sentinel? She could be. Uh Oh shit. I, I Cuz Omega Sentinel so. was sent from the future, right? Like I don't she think was so. in the future. Well, cuz that's Karima, right? Isn't that a different Is it? I don't also, know. we kind of well, I can't, don't we kind of get a piece of this later in the other half of the story when she shows up at the end when they do the flash forward? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Anywho, so who shows up to fight Wolverine? But <laughs> more Wolverines, <laughs> all of them, right? Well, most of them. Wolverine on Wolverine. We've got Lara Scout, and and they brought Dakin along. Just because they're like, look, this is a clone of your dad, so wouldn't it be, wouldn't it give you some catharsis to, you know, kill your dad? <laughs> like, Dakin, you- don't you want to kill dad? <laughs> Who right, hasn't been go. there? Who hasn't been there? That would be, like, such priceless therapy if I could just murder my father, consequence-free, you know? <laughs> so so he's he's, you know, kind of going through that, like, you know... If I can't get to kill my dad, I might as well kill. And then he realizes, like, wait a minute. Are you in there? Is that... Dad? Yeah. (laughs) And he kind of snaps out of it for a brief moment. And, you know... Kind of Because he also says, like, he's like, I don't want to hurt... Like, you guys... You guys will be resurrected. It's him. Like, it is him. Like, it's it's not some weird... He's, he's like, failing, I don't want to hurt just, y'all, but I know yeah. that you can be resurrected, so I'm gonna fucking hurt y'all if you don't get out of my way. You know. So like, this is the end of this timeline. Well, yeah. he also he also says that uh, you you won't be able to come back anymore. Yeah. So something happens that they when you die, you die. Yeah, because he was like, I I I've 
you guys don't make it, I think is what he says. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, he knows how they all die eventually. Yeah. yeah. I, get, I mean, we talked about last time that he's potentially from one of Moira's past lives, and I think that... Smash it, cut two. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he, he's he's from that that year one thousand timeline where it was just him and Moira. Yeah, yeah. And no, they were like the, in like they were in like the human. The phalanx um, was coming, but we don't yeah. we know that, that yet because Eden. because that because the scene they show is is rewritten to Moira killing him in in the House of X. It's or powers. It's uh, Wolverine killing Moira to reset. So there's a chance that he is not from that timeline, that he's from a different thing, there, there's a chance oh, that he's shit. from the current future. Alright, so we'll, that, we're, that's we're, that is fair. we're getting yeah. there. So, Moira gets the arm. And then, yeah, we... That, yeah, that's right. That's she, the, it leads right into that. Yeah, she gets the arm, it's got this cool Mega Man cannon. It's pretty dope. <laughs> but then, but then, yeah, like like RJ was saying, we get this flash forward of Moira blasting Wolverine with the with the Mega Man arm, and that's when he says, uh, "That was the end of one story, but the beginning of another." So yeah, this is probably some branch of that timeline. The whole thing with him being older than Krakoa itself is interesting because then it's like. Mm. That that makes me question which timeline it is because, yeah, I don't I don't understand how that could work. Uh, yeah, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> I assume that we will find out. Yeah, yes. I so will this- say, uh, like, I just want to say, like, as you know, as as much as it is all over the place, it it's really interesting, and like, it, I couldn't, I didn't think that this series was going to be such a direct successor to Inferno, mm-hmm. and in some yeah, ways, I, the the mystery is just as engaging. Yeah, and yeah, it's, I really it's, thought it was going to be like a Wolverine story, and it's way yeah. more Inferno Part Two. It, it's a convergence of of three years worth of X Men. It's yeah, awesome, yeah. and and I love it. Percy really, uh, I I mean I don't necessarily. It's it's not fair to necessarily like compare writers, but like he really picked up Hickman's torch and just ran with it. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I, sure. This might be some of my favorite writing he's ever done. This is current. This is probably my favorite current ongoing story from Marvel right now. It's really good. Yeah, and it yeah. comes out weekly, which one is hard to make something of that quality and do it weekly, as we yeah. you know have known through history of comic books and. Two, just you know, great because you get to read it every week, and it's fantastic talent too. Like uh, Federico Vicentini is really good art, and yeah. Adam Kubert's been doing the covers, which are just insanely good. All good stuff. Word. <laughs> no tea in there, so I guess I'll just go. Speaking of great art, uh, we got Human Target number five by Tom King and Greg Smallwood. Um, this one, there's a lot going on and I'm going to try to just keep it as simple as possible. So basically we've, the next piece of the puzzle here is to go interview John Johns and see what he knows about all the connections to everything. Because he's the one who, he's the silent donor for Booster's Bagels. Correct. So he's next on the docket and it just starts off with them at dinner and they're just kind of talking about it and he asked to pass the salt and then we go into this mind meld of past future memory things and fuck all fucked up basically we see that booster in his younger years met up with 
I can't remember her name. Not Someone Booster. From Titan. You said Booster, and it's not. Stop Booster. I'm sorry. Human Christopher. Target. Yeah. Christopher. <laughs> um, kind of learning from this woman from Titan how to protect himself and also attack people who may be reading his mind. And we just kind of go through him being trained and part of that is her telling him how to like hold on to a memory and guard it with everything so they can just go root around and everything but don't give up because then you give up that memory type of thing and then he learns and just going through the strategy so we see this memory of him as a kid with his father begging because a a mobster's you know he owes money to is gonna kill him and it's just a whole we go through this whole scene seeing where his like need to protect people came from because his dad gets killed and then he just kind of tried to jump in front of him and didn't didn't work obviously um and he just kind of attacks this dude and is just like i'm gonna fucking kill him but then cops were coming and got broke up but like that kind of became the basis for his because he said i I just wanted to be the target superhero origin story that's his origin story yeah that's his that's his pearls so that's her yeah that's his thing that he doesn't want to let go and he's like it's too hard to keep you out. I don't like, and she's like, okay, well, if someone's reading your mind and they're rooting around, you could do the same thing back to them. Could you have this link? So when you let them just let them have everything and then you can go get everything that you need as well at the same time, because they're too busy. And so we see these, it's like a war of attrition, like, like mental, like chess. So interspersed between, his core memory and the memory of this all happening, we see his current state slash memories of his being distorted. And also we see some memories from John all interspersed as the story's going along. And we kind of get this moment where he's like, how long does this all take? And she's like, if I asked you to pass, if we're at dinner and I ask you to pass the salt, it would take as long as it took you to give it to me. And we, as all these memories unfolding, it kind of pulls back and John is asking Chris to pass the salt and he passes it. And this is where he puts all, he's able to put everything together where. Yeah. This whole um, comic book takes place in between him passing the salt. Yeah. And we keep, we keep getting frames of him passing the Mm -hmm. salt and it's like a little bit closer, a little bit closer, a little bit closer. It's just, yeah. And like this, I really I liked how the stories, they all kind of piece, you can piece them all together if you kind of just read them as they go through. Um, Yeah, there's really, there's like three different stories going on. There's, there's him learning how to have psychic battles from this, from the psychic. There's his origin story. And then there's him learning John's motivations and like his affair with fire. So it's like, it's all of those like, lining up so perfectly with each other yeah. it, it's truly brilliant like structure of storytelling because yeah, you ca- you're kind of lost like who the fuck is this who's and then like yeah. as it all comes together you're like oh shit that's that's a young him yeah. and that's a, okay yeah i love how they balance the story of john and fire with him and ice and they that's the counterpart as the book goes on and it shifts over as the battle is happening but it's like the the flashbacks occur, well but it's like the flashbacks occur, but then the characters switch, like, st- like it's him in bed, and then it's John's in bed, and, like, it, yeah. the panels, like, overlay on top of each other. Yeah, I they think do it's that a lot. Fighting, it's mm-hmm. them, like, fighting back and forth, and they're, like, yeah. kind of, yeah, it's like they fl- kind of his memory, like, distorted. flickers and, like, is replacing yeah. people. It's really cool. Yeah. There's um, a... I also... Well, I just want to say that uh, John has a, a 
ton of balls to be uh, having a, a sexual affair with a woman whose only power is his biggest weakness. <laughs> like <laughs> living on the I mean, edge, my man. My dude's got a kink, and well, it is dangerous. I mean, you know, in some forms of the canon, the Martian weakness is only psychological because their race died by genocide of fire. So, like. Maybe you just you know mind over mattered it because it's fire. Maybe maybe his kink is danger. Like that's just yeah. 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 It's like yeah, he's exactly. like an adrenaline junkie and he's just going after that. <laughs> just need that danger. Yeah, because because she definitely like <laughs> she like like puts his her finger on his chest and it kind of sizzles and he's like, yep. and I'm like, yeah, no, that's that. <laughs> it's yeah. not good, Gotta but also careful, clearly yeah. it's very good. <laughs> yeah, and I love on the. On the other side, you have this memory of Ice and Chris. He's like, I, she's like, I told you it was going to get cold. It's like the implication, like, oh, they could just lose control and light a room on fire, potentially. Like, <laughs> but the, I, yeah, and the, the, it's really dynamic, too, because the, it's like, it's fire and ice, and then uh, John's exactly. a new target, and it's like, it's really just clever juxtaposition. And, yeah. um, mm-hmm. uh, like, this reminds me, th- this is maybe one of my favorite. Uh, formatted issues by King um, who during his um, uh, run on Omega Men there was an issue with the climax where the climax is a uh, huge bomb going off and the issue starts with a one page spread and then becomes two panel or uh, it begins with a 12 page spread and then counts down to the bomb going off and the the pages actually de- uh uh, incre- uh, like decrease in panel length and then increase in panel length after the explosion drops. It's like the coolest issue of a comic I've ever read from a structure point. Yeah, no, he's yeah, very good of, at that. Yeah, he's doing a lot of this in here and um, it, it, it read so well. And once you get to the end, realizing how long this is, it's like, oh, shit. Uh, but then we get the big reveal, right? So... Um, basically he got the secret out of John's brain that he needed that he had an affair with fire. He asked her for money. He got money from Ted fire knew that Luther killed her best friend. She, she asked him for money. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. And then, but he asked, um, he got, he got the money for her from Ted is, is what he's saying. Um, so fire knew that Luther killed her best friend and then Manhunter was able to give her the means to the poison. So, Mm. Oh, <laughs> not looking good fire, for fire. <laughs> fire and Johns did have a relationship, I think, at one point in DC, but I don't. Um, and, and it's also so. like, if if it, all signs are pointing to it being fire was is the murderer. Yeah, that's also very conflicting and bad for everyone because that's you know ice and fire are notoriously best friends, and he's. It's yeah. like, oh, your best friend murdered me. That's that's gonna really make this relationship awkward as fuck, huh? Yeah, but you know they only have like <laughs> seven more days left anyway. Yeah, yeah I love how yeah. they make a point. Like, <laughs> yeah, I found out. I found out twelve days ago. I had twelve days to live, and I spent basically the last five fucking ice. He's like, man, it's fine. I'm good with it. Like he's yeah. just like, oh, I, I don't need to I sleep. Definitely it's lived, cool. making the <laughs> yeah. most of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's like, I'm tired him. today because I spent the last twenty hours having sex with ice. Yeah, my dick can, is frozen. Who can blame him? <laughs> Dude, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So, um, <laughs> speaking of stylistically storytelling, I have 
Step by Bloody Step number one by Cy Spurrier. Um, hold on, let me bring this up. Um, Cy Spurrier, Mateus Bergara, and Mateus Lopez. Two Mateuses spelled Interesting. differently. Interesting. Damn. It kind of threw right. me off a little bit there. Um, but yeah, no, this is the same team that did uh, Coda, which is incredible. Uh, it's like, yeah. a, it's mm. like a post-apocalyptic like fantasy realm. Like what happens if the bad guy wizard does destroy the world? You know, like that kind of thing. Um, this seems to be a similar world that we're living in, um, but it is told entirely wordlessly. Um, so essentially, yeah. it's it is it is a giant walking through this like fantasy realm um, with it with a child uh, in its hand, and she. <laughs> we only know from the back cover. It says a girl wakes. She has no memories, no name, no language, nothing except a giant, and that is the plot. That's all we um, got. That's what we got. More um, like the silent super- giant. <laughs> nice. Um but yeah, it's so well done because it's it's very like Lone Wolf and Cub in that like quiet stoic I'm immediately invested in the safety of this child and her caretaker. Like it's like that whole thing. Um yeah, and and the giant is just like in this like badass suit of armor just fighting off like kaiju fucking like wolves and shit in this like yep. icy tundra. And the whole world is just this fucking gorgeous, like, you know, like, sometimes people complain with, like, silent issues that it's just like, oh, you just read it so fast. Like, this one, you can really get lost in the art. And, and, and you kind of have to pay attention to this one. It's not one of those ones that's, like, all action. Because, like, a lot of times, yeah. wordless books are just full of action. And mm-hmm. this one is, it's a little more spread out than that. There's, like, and it, story yeah, it's beats. Full of- it's full of subtle moments. It's full of quiet moments. Like at one point they are like taking a break to like rest at night and like the giant like builds a fire and, and she sees like a flower like off in the side and like goes after it and nearly fucking dies. And then like they go to leave and she's still like crying about the flowers. So the giant picks the flower for her and gives it to her. And it's like, Oh, that's a sweet, it's a sweet moment. It's a human moment in a, in a wordless book. And then like, and he makes her some after, clothes out of a dead of, wolf. Yeah, out of the wolves that he had to kill. Pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, it fucking rules. Um, and I, I'm I'm gathering from just like the her height and like hair growth that the, the, like they've been traveling for a long time too. Because like That's at one point, was, yeah, yeah. Um, she starts walking at some point. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just like the landscape changes in this bizarre realm that they're in is fucking gorgeous. And, um, yeah, there's like a really cool part where she like goes up to like the side of a lake and she just sees like this little like goop and goes to touch it. And it's like the kaiju equivalent of like an angler fish. Like it was just like the part that was supposed to get her attention. And then it just fucking pops out of the water. Like this like crazy kaiju crab like goes to kill her. Um, yeah. And, uh. We do find out that there are other, like, humans in this realm um, that do have language, but we don't, like, we're from, Yeah, we don't understand their language. Yeah, we're from her perspective where she doesn't have their language, so she's just, you know, uh, and and really interestingly, like, the the giant, like, kills the fucking kaiju crab thing, and, like, it's, like, starts to destroy the town, and um, the giant manages to, like, save them, and as, like, the the little girl is kind of like running for like protection she 
like runs up to like these people and they try to like offer her food and the giant like stops it like like gets in the way and is just like nope fuck off don't touch don't touch my girl yeah right before that he wipes a drop of blood off of her cheek puts it in the ground and all of their crops start growing back yes yes thank you yeah i I think that's part of what leads into why he doesn't want her to have the food that is absolutely yeah like there's something special there's something yeah something magical about one or both of these people yes well we we find out a little bit about the giant later on too a little Um, bit yeah but yeah like so so clearly like it was just like this like someone was showing her human kindness and she yeah wanted to accept and then got like really mad that like the giant stopped her um and like yeah then we at that point we find out like the the giant like takes the helmet off and it appears to be like her it might be her and it and it might be like (laughs) infected with the green is the only way that i can describe it like like a swamp thing magical giant version of her or at least like a child like it looks like a child's face yeah or the giant's just storing heads in there or that, yes. Where I keep my uh, heads, giant full of I, heads. <laughs> I'm, I read it as potentially book, like a help. like a sibling that like a sibling or some kind of protector. Some weird time, some weird yeah. time loop thing, possibly. I, yeah, because it could it be like maybe like another sister or like a, or a brother or like yeah, any or kind her of from the future. Yeah, yeah. 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 With um, no words. Uh, it's hard to piece it all yeah, together. You gotta but make it, up but your it, own. But it also makes it it also makes it like super intriguing. Like it's yeah. like there's they managed to I, I now care about all of these characters. I uh, thoroughly invested. Yeah I, I, yeah, I know a lot about the world and also nothing. Um and, right. there there right. were yeah, a couple no. moments Same. in this story where I thought maybe my digital copy was corrupted and it was supposed to have dialogue. <laughs> and the, and it wasn't oh, until right. like we Shit. get we get the nonsense dialogue from other humans. It was like, oh no, this is wordless. Yeah, this is yeah. yeah. Um, and then you know we we see her continuing to kind of grow up and and like <laughs> there's like parts where he's fighting like these giant crazy like weasel kaiju's and she's, and just, she's just like playing, playing on like top of the skeletons and like toy that she made. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, made herself. I, I think that was part of um like how they uh like forgave each other was that like the the giant like gave her like a little piece to use for her toy you know like it's like yeah you know like little acts of kindness that are just like hey i actually do care about you sorry i pissed you off earlier you know yeah um and then these fucking blue guys show up and they're clearly like some type of government some type of like pe- like like blue dads blue dads um yeah. But they 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 look very official. They go to question the village. Um, the village points and kind of like says uh, they went that way. Is clearly like the um, and then they they just take this fucking dude captive, and they they yep. like kidnap his ass, put him on a crazy, gross dino rider vulture, <laughs> and then <laughs> off they go, and off they go to go track down the giant and his and his little girl. So. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's definitely one of those books where we like can't do it justice with words. You gotta, yeah. you gotta look at it. It's fucking there gorgeous. Aren't any. No, that too. <laughs> but, but also like, I'm not kidding when I say Dino Rider Vulture yeah, monstrosity. That's a really good way to no, describe it. Yeah, it's pretty that. good. <laughs> but <laughs> like, description. I'm, there's, 
you know, like you got to see it for yourself. Go pick up this book. It's fucking gorgeous. There's, really there's a lot it's, of... It's going to be wordless the entire time. So I'm really excited to see how we learn more about the giant without actually having words. I love it. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of like um, cable and hope energy that I'm getting off of it too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that lone wolf and cub, Mando yeah. and the child, uh, Cable and Hope. That's that is consistently tugging your heartstrings vibe. That will always work. Yeah, and, I will. And, I will always like that story. I don't care how many yeah. different ways it's been told. We, exactly. we talked about Bergara's artwork mm-hmm. for Hellblazer, which is great, mm-hmm. but his fantasy same, stuff, same team there too. His yeah. fantasy stuff is just unreal. Yeah, it's, it's fucking next level. Hit like the 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 pentacorn that he had in fucking Coda yes. is like the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. And it's like I just it's one of like the coolest senses of scale. Uh just yeah. like uh it's it's so epic. Yeah. No, I cu- I couldn't have picked a better like dream team to do this kind of of concept like it could have been a really bad book with a mediocre artist you know what i mean like even somebody that's good that just can't that can't translate scale and and world building in the way that bergara does would have been like okay it's fine you know this but really puts it over the edge all right that's my book uh I have Amazing Spider-Man number 90 by Patrick Gleason, Mark Bagley, um, Brian Valenza, Dio Lima, and Andrew Crossley. That's a lot of, a lot of people. Yeah, this book, uh, this book was a team it, effort. It was. I mean, you know, when you have to put a book out every week. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It takes a lot of people. It takes a like, takes what? a village to raise a Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this book, um, we continue the fight with Queen Goblin. Uh and we, we finally we finally get uh, the the X Men acknowledgement of uh Goblin Queen in Oh nice in a great <laughs> joke. Where, I was yeah. just about to say not to be confused with Goblin Queen. Yeah, with Spider Peter's like, uh, hate to break it to you, but I'm, uh, but the Goblin thing has been done to death. Um, and then she's like, so many goblins in your life, it must frighten you deeply. It's like pretty sure the X Men have a way scarier Goblin Queen. And she's like Queen <laughs> Goblin. I was like, oh, it rhymes with Green Goblin. Got it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> and we we get the story of a. Uh, Ben and uh, Janine, um, where Ben is like saving Janine from peop- uh, from a like a burning building and kind of leaving civilians behind. And she's like, "Why are you leaving uh, people behind?" And he's like, "It's not my priority." It's like, w- "What's going on with you?" And it's like, "Well, they uh, beyond like took memories from him." Um, so yeah. he's like kind of, uh, I guess like not himself um and he's gonna go uh that janine tells him that uh the villain factory that beyond runs um <laughs> is in staten island so that's where uh ben, of course ben that's has where to go the villain factory <laughs> so yeah like when they because they stole the data uh chip from beyond uh and they have like all of their personal files um yeah so you know they learned that all of that stuff with like the ufos and whatever that uh 
put Peter in a coma was them all along. You know, everything we knew. Yeah. 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 Just got confirmation. It was, it was telegraphed from day one, but yeah. yeah also. Yeah. <laughs> so then Janine and Ben split up, because uh, Janine has her own mission, and um, Peter is. We cut to Peter like he's he has a uh, grappled onto uh, Queen <laughs> Goblin's glider, and she's like running him through buildings. And he goes, like, where'd you get your driver's license, uh, Matt Murdock? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and uh, then... That's a way to blow up Matt's spot. I Jesus. know. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone knows Matt's blind. He's like, wow, yeah, the dude's but, like, blind. Why is he important? <laughs> that's just a regular civilian that's blind that you're dunking on, dude. No uh, one knows. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> Gonna out him, yep. bro. Be, well, ever like Daredevil might be the a worse kept secret than people who know uh, that he's Spider Man. He had to wear like, a shirt, I feel like you know, <laughs> like <laughs> I guess until the purple kids showed up. But, like I feel like so many people like were constantly like, eh, yep, we all know it's fine. Mm. <laughs> uh, what's next? Got some goblin gaze, bro. Which. Such a such a eighties power. Yeah, yeah I'd be a better name for that. I feel like. <laughs> I mean, her name. It is sounds Queen like a Goblin. stoner metal uh, album name. Yeah, yeah. the uh, I I like when he's like he's like hanging on to the glider and uh, she's like, you know, we have a better Spider Man. And he's like, wow, ouch, right in the imposter syndrome. <laughs> so then he uh, he grabs onto a like a a lamp post and. Um, f- like tugs on the the web and swings her around and uh, like uh, drives her into a billboard and like out into the sea. Um, and then uh, kind of is his own undoing because she just grabs him, and then uh, that's when the the goblin gaze happens. Yeah, it was a really cool action sequence with him trying to like figure out how she could just stop killing people. Yes, with this fucking glider and his body flapping against buildings. So then, uh, he he sinks. He's like falls into the the ocean and like stinks, and um, and as the goblin gaze is going off, so he's having like a he's having like everyone in his life mentally tell him he's the worst as he's drowning. <laughs> Dude, same. <laughs> and then uh, he sees Ben, and it's kind of the scene from way back uh, in um, this arc where he, you know, gave Ben his, uh, like, he's like told Ben that he was okay with uh, Ben becoming Spider Man. And they they replay it where he's like, you know, if I deserve to be Spider Man, you deserve to be, you deserve to be Spider Man too. Um, just you know, make sure you're you be amazing and uh, never give up. So then he he shoots out of the water and uppercuts the shit out of Queen Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. And he steals her uh, headpiece that I think is some part of her powers. Um, they're able to like intercept a communication on it, 
Uh, yeah, there's like a there's like a mic in it because Beyond's controlling yeah. and telling what to do. And they hear uh, Maxine, um, you know, uh, say operate or initiate uh, backdraft protocol. So that doesn't sound that doesn't sound Love good. That movie. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> Gotta be careful that backdraft. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get you. And then uh, every time. He's like that, you know that that probably means that they're that it, that they're going after Ben now, and he's like I'm in he's in real trouble. I'm not 100, percent but I'm not sure I'm what he needs. I'm only about 50 percent myself. And he's like, well, then between the two of you, you make one whole Spider-Man. And he's like, I love it when you talk math and it puts when on our powers his, combine. He like puts on his like raggy uh, mask and goes to save him. And there's this great moment when they meet up and, and then he's like look at you all amazing again <laughs> and it ends with them uh thwipping thwipping away together and it's adorable mm. <laughs> the the yeah. team up we've waited so long for i love i love the the old school the 90s webs oh it's so cool yeah, yeah. i i i do sometimes like a return to that it's always fun i really liked it's more of a more of a costume thing, but I really like the uh, when he's got the little web wingies between yeah. the, um, between the, the web wingies between the armpits. Yeah, I, I love those. I, like a little my little flying squirrel. Yeah. I do also <laughs> love a good battle torn Spider Man. He's pretty uh he's yeah. pretty prone to suit damage. Yeah, he could he gets his ass beat all the time. Yeah. yeah. It like, makes good for a good action resilient. figure, I'll tell you that much. But I mean, yeah, yeah. that's the that's that's, that's the, the character. character. Yeah. yeah. He gets knocked down, but he gets up again. And he's he's wearing, you know, like that's, a suit made of basketball shorts material. It's gonna get it's gonna get torn up. That's a good point. That's both the characters. <laughs> both Spider Men. But this book, I it continues to be great. I mean, I I've talked about it so much now. Uh, well, it's coming out often. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm really excited. Yeah. They announced that Zeb Wells. Um, who started this Beyond arc is in fact going to be the the main writer. Um, nice. So I'm really excited to see how that gets set up. And for I like you know, me some Zeb Wells. Yeah, it'd be fun too. if he does some wonky shit like he did with the uh, Hellions. Yeah. yeah, bring that vibe to the to Spider Man. That shit could be pretty cool. I'm also ready for Beyond to be gone because I evil, we don't need a, a secret evil corporation. We have we have so many of those. Yeah, we got plenty. We of have those. enough of those yeah. in the real world. Yeah. yeah, we have we have evil corporations at home. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. So shout outs, shout, shout outs. shouts. Mm, I got one. Because this book, while being great, also had a great what moment at the end. Yeah. Um, Robin number eleven by Josh Williamson, Gleb. Gleb Melnikov and Luis Guerrero. So we get the aftermath of the tournament, really, which is like, you know, we, we wrap up some loose ends. We get some, we get Rajal Ghoul yelling at his mom a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. These sibling battle. It's, it's lots of people, just lots of family people battle. yelling at Rajal Ghoul's mom. Yeah, it's a whole just a family affair. Just people screaming at her for being the worst. This is what happens when you, big- your family is immortal. You know, when you yeah, have like exactly. a, a fountain of youth. Um, you just, you know, there's going to be squabbles. Exactly. <laughs> I thought there were some really great moments. There's a good moment between Damien and Flatline where they kind of 
are definitely like you know they they end up kissing because they've just been in, like kind of flirting this whole time anyway. Oh yeah, but but um, <laughs> his <laughs> Ray's Ray's is watching and um, uh, and Damien's mom and he's just like man. He's a lot like more, more like his father than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah, bit of a that's that that tracks. Uh, but the other big thing we kind of figure out that um, we find out that his grandmother had been kind of sourcing and manipulating the Lazarus pits so th- and selling it, and that's why we have Task Force Z and all these other books mm. with everyone being resurrected. That's kind of the link. He's, mm. She's been selling it to all these people to, to resurrect people, and then Damien's AKA like just Amanda uh, Waller mostly. <laughs> yeah, basically uh, just Amanda Waller. Yeah, um, but he grabs uh, a vial for himself, and he's like, "I got." So he kind of tucks one away, so while no one's looking. <laughs> also, I love how they all make jokes about him going to see um, Bruce again, just by like doing. Bad years. Like, yeah, you your dad. <laughs> yeah, like, just like your bad, dad, huh? Bad dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, he's like, no, I, there's something else I do, and there's a, just the the splash page uh, showing Alfred's tombstone. Yep. Fucking Damien's gonna he's bring gonna, back. He's Alfred, gonna bring Alfred back. Yeah. I knew it was gonna happen. I knew we were gonna bring Alfred back because, like, especially we were talking about so much great Alfred content, and yeah. he's been dead for. Kind of, you know, it's funny because yeah. like that realization hit me after I finished reading this. I was like, "Wow, he just died!" But no, that was Tom King. Ru- Tom King's run. That yeah, that's a few years now. Like, yeah, we had tiny. Yeah, it really does feel run. like it just happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like, I think that because we've been having so much good content yeah. around it too. It's just like we we've made oh, that man, observation lately. Like, like yeah. it it took killing Alfred for us to get some really good Alfred content, but like. <laughs> So this was all leading is, up to something, I guess. Who's going to try to stop him? Mm. Or someone's going to try to stop is him. Is he going to come back as like a Lazarus vampire? Alfred zombie. Lazarus or, is he, or is he just going to be a dick? Like he's going to come back and everyone's going to oh, be like, oh. No. I think it's physically yeah, impossible that, for yeah. Alfred to be a dick. <laughs> yeah. I know he just wants his, he wants his mentor back. His that like he he was really close with Alfred. Well, if Alfred comes back too. then is Dick going to have to give back all that money? <laughs> no. Like, I don't think all right, I'm back now. Oh, uh, can I have my trust? Oh, it's gone. Al- oh, Alfred's- shit, all the money's gone. Alfred's not a jerk, but he does want his money back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, butler clothes are expensive. <laughs> Bruce can't even pay him now cuz Bruce is also Oh broke. man, that's right. going to be a You know, I didn't think about that. That's going to be a really interesting dynamic to see what happens when he comes back. He just yeah. What happens um, to the money? So I'm not going to get paid. All right, see you guys. He's later. just gonna. He's gonna <laughs> be like quits. He's only in it for the money. He's gonna, yeah, it's like <laughs> he's going to be like driving around taunting Bruce the whole time. It's like, where'd your money go? Yeah, I'm gone for yeah. five minutes, and you just you just shit it all away. He huh? just comes back and he just loses all semblance of like giving a fuck. It's like he just tells <laughs> Bruce, just stop being a fucking idiot. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> Why don't you make your own eggs for once? Huh? Yeah, <laughs> it's not that fucking hard. Draw your own. I told path, you, you to invest, <laughs> but what did you do? No, you bought fifty Batmobiles. <laughs> you don't even drive the one you have. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Anyway, Robin's great. <laughs> That's my shout out. 
continuing DC train, uh, Action Comics 1040, Philip Ken, uh, by Philip Kennedy Johnson, Ricardo Federighi, and Lee Lowridge. Also, a book that I constantly talk about. Um, we're still in still in War World. Uh, it's not going too hot for Superman. It's just it doesn't uh, have his doesn't great. have his powers, and uh, he's still trying to still trying to save people. And it, it's like a dope in that armor, though. He he does, yeah. That that chest plate. <laughs> um, this one this issue focuses mo- mostly on him trying to uh like. I guess mentor these two um Philosian uh kids that are like they're kind of big uh gladiators and um he's trying to like I guess uh teach them about uh you know his their people and um protect them but they seem mostly interested in in uh being you know serving Mongol and like getting getting yep. more iron in their chains um and then the issue kind of ends with uh mongol threatening to uh kill them or like sending people after to kill them uh because we learned that mongol won't kill superman uh he has plans for like the united uh planet united planets like he he has plans for them and he needs superman alive it won't work otherwise so that should be interesting to see what Mongol's endgame is. Um, yeah, I feel like the longer you keep him alive, if you're Mongol, like the worse it's gonna be for yeah. you. Yeah, we we also get uh, <laughs> notification that Midnighter is like planning to attack the um, the generators that are kind of keeping Superman's powers off. The but Superman is going to try to stop him because. That also is keeping the planet stable, and it will kill like thousands of people if he does that. So there's this kind of interesting relationship now between Midnighter and Superman that I want to see. Um, He's like, thanks, but like, no, yeah. Well, Midnighter just cares about like getting the fuck off the planet and getting Apollo back. Well, yeah, because Apollo is running one of those engines. I think that's yeah. why he wants to do it. Yeah. So I'm excited for more of this story as well. Yeah. It's been um, good. It, yeah. And also just like in- insider tip, uh if you're not following the Grant Morrison Substack, like the free version, highly recommend. <sighs> I'm sure the paid version is also great, but lately they've been posting annotated notes on their Superman and the Authority book and kind mm-hmm. of like how all of that came to be and how it like led into Philip Kennedy Johnson's story and like it's really interesting just like how Dan DiDio, like, emotionally manipulated Grant Morrison into writing Superman and the Authority, because he's like, we're gonna make Superman a fascist, and Grant's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll, I guess I have to do this so you don't ruin everything. <laughs> he was like, uh, they were they were on their way out of the door, and Dan DiDio was like, alright, here's a Superman plan, and then Grant was like, alright, walking back <sighs> in the building. I'm back. Sorry, just guys. A Excuse me. heel turn, just a 180, yeah. just like, can't leave yet. Alright. Yep. <laughs> I cannot let this happen. Uh-uh. That, there is, You've done this there is no more Grant Morrison story than that. <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. And, and also like there was like a whole thing about them talking about uh, like passing the torch to Philip Kennedy Johnson and like mm. they were doing on like a zoom meeting and Grant has a mustache at the moment and, and like he's like <laughs> well 
Philip Kennedy Johnson, for some reason, reminds me of um, Daniel Craig and I, me and my Scottish, uh, uh, d- oh God, Sean Connery look. <laughs> I was just passing the, t- I was like, this is fucking beautiful. <laughs> That's just just passing the Bond torch. Yeah, no, highly recommend to download that fucking Substack. Um, anyway, on to other picks. Uh, I just need to mention the saga number 56, uh, is fucking great. So continues great. to be great. Um, Such it's, a uh, not that I need to say the names, but it's, uh, it's by Brian K. Vaughn, Fiona Staples and photographics. Uh, yeah, they get picked up by pirates and, uh, you know, simultaneously Hazel learns that she, uh, is obsessed with guitar and they have to do a heist uh it's it's fucking I love great the little beats in this fucking uh issue one you get a little note that oh some of my best memories are in this skull yeah so we get a notice that they're gonna be there for a minute yeah <laughs> and also just the king of the robot people being a giant flat screen just tickles me <laughs> shit like that just it makes it just cracks me up yeah, no, there's there's a lot of little moments like that. And like Yeah. Yeah, how the hell are they gonna be on there for so long? Because like the leader of the pirates is like a giant piece of shit. So like there's like Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like what's a ha- yeah, like what? <laughs> yeah, the fuck? Um Love this Yeah, because like there's even a moment where I'm like, are they gonna fuck? Because like he looks a lot like Marco. But like, I, yeah, that turned very quickly. <laughs> yeah, no, it did not. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Um I think she's just gonna kill him is probably what's gonna yeah, probably. I hope, I hope so. It's gonna be her ship. Um, yeah. Um but yeah, so just you know, if you're not caught up, fucking catch up on that shit. It's fucking great. Just it's gonna be our monthly reminder that you should read it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna be like, still exists, still great, moving on. <laughs> Speaking of doing great, uh our top story. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, <man>. Yeah, this <laughs> y'all, y'all uh, like some fucking psychological horror ghostwriter? Because we got some psychological horror ghost. It's been a minute since body we talked about ghostwriter. Yeah. That's since Brisson's run. That hasn't been a thing for a minute. So Yeah. He's back. Yeah. Always good to get a good ghostwriter story. I just I, I really like the way that they did this. So like it starts out with him. It, it reminded me a lot of the beginning of um, the Black Widow, uh, Kelly Thompson run, yes. where it's like, he mysteriously has a wife and kids and a happy family, and it, we find out that, like, he was he in an a- accident, right? Yeah, he's in a motorcycle yeah. accident, and he's got this, like, traumatic brain injury that's, like, causing all this, like, depression and, like, like memory issues and nightmares and shit. And, and hallucinations. In uh, hallucinations, yeah. And, but, like, meanwhile, we're just like, I don't remember Johnny Blaze having- Oh, yeah. I am so so <laughs> glad you said that because the whole time I'm like, oh, I guess he was happy at one point. <laughs> yeah, because like the I mean, la- sh- the last big uh, Ghostwriter event that we covered, which was a while ago now, like he didn't have any of that shit. No, no it was exactly. the opposite. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was yeah, ruler so, so- of hell in that story. Yeah, so like it it definitely like pulls a fast one on you to be like, wait, what is what? Where has he been? Just, What's been going on? And that's yeah. kind of where he's at too, because he's just like it all feels wrong. And he's like, the whole impetus is like him talking to his therapist, and he's so he's like, yeah, the like entire like exposition of his happy white picket fence life is told through like complaining about it to his therapist. Therapy because he's yeah, just 
everything like, that could be going wrong with his brain is going wrong. It's yeah, he brutal. like literally can't sleep through the night unless he drinks like an entire unless bottle sh- of liquor. Yeah, he has to drink. Yeah, so that's the he has only to drink thing. himself to sleep, or he has like horrible nightmares. And then as he's awake, he's having horrible hallucinations. And yeah, like, he's having waking hallucinations, which uh, that's never good. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he's convinced that it's all just from this like motorcycle accident where he like got clipped and and had a dude. Had a these brain. two pages though, like when he, they show the dog, like there's this. So he's kind of having this exposition. He's like, and you see the neighborhood, and there's this dog that's this tiny little dog yipping this whole time, and he sees it like turn into this monster. But then after therapy, he's walking by, and this cops like hassling him. Once, because we find out because he punched him for some reason. <laughs> Probably mean, because he thought he was a monster and also obvious reasons. <laughs> I got you, Casey. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but, but then they talk about, it's like, yeah, your uh, Mrs. Gunderson had a dog. Hadn't seen hasn't seen him in a while. Uh, and she found him in his mailbox just completely folded in parts. Yeah. Do you know anything about that? <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't happen to know anything about that, would you? Uh, guy it's who like, used to live in hell? <laughs> guy who we all know is in uh therapy for needing for seeing monsters everywhere but i, now. You I, know I like this mantra that? that he he keeps having to repeat from his therapist that monsters don't exist monsters don't exist yeah which immediately was like i bet these are real monsters but also like you live in the marvel <laughs> universe and like uh they do exist this this yeah. whole book is um gaslighting the comic book yeah <laughs> yeah a hundred percent yeah, yeah, they're just like, no, monsters don't exist. Don't worry, you live in a regular world where nothing bad happens and it's all in your head. And it's like, is it though? <laughs> Seems kind of yeah. unlikely that. Well, what if it isn't? Though? Yeah, what if? Uh, <laughs> what if no? Yeah, I like how the, she gives him meds, um, but he just doesn't end up taking them. But so he just progressively gets worse and worse. Like everything is just warped. He's hearing shit. And he, but he, for some reason, is like this. Something, there's something, something here. right here. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I feel like they're not fake. Like he's like he's so close. <laughs> well, it's, it's that it's that like fear that he knows he is slipping away, but there's yeah. like just that that chance that it's all real. So he's yeah, like just conflicted he, with himself. Because he doesn't want to think it's real, but oh man, it's it's brutal. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, he just can't control himself. He can't figure out what's real and what's not. He's kind of losing his mind. He's like, I can't, I'm not safe to be around. Like, I have to drink. Like, I can't function because everything is just... Nightmare. I live in a nightmare. <laughs> I live in a, in a fucking nightmare. Fucking ni- yeah, yeah, he lives in a yeah. fucking nightmare. In a nightmare. waking nightmare. Hmm... <laughs> Um, and there's that scene where like he's he's poking at the wound on the back of his head, and then oh, the wound yeah. opens up, and there's an eyeball inside, and like oh, I hate yeah. when that happens. <laughs> Real Cronenberg <laughs> shit, man. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. very good, but yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, thank you, <laughs> <laughs> no, no thank you. Pass on that. That's a no yeah. from me, fam. <laughs> yeah, and as he's kind of going through this, um, fucking stranger rolls into town. With his with his boots and uh, his dope Final Fantasy angel wing jacket, um, and he just kind of rolls into town, grabs his baseball, and hands it back to this kid. And he's like, "Oh, you know, he made fun of you. Why don't you just 
when you go show him how well you can hit, and he hands his baseball back, and this kid just beats the shit out of this other kid with a bat. And he just keeps on walking by. Oh, but wait, we we skipped the part where the FBI has their own weird goth lady. Yeah, I was gonna kind of circle back to that because, like, I don't necessarily understand who this is and why they're here. At first, I thought that was Lilith. Is that Lilith? No, um, I don't yeah, think so. it might be. No. I thought she was the lady from the from the other Ghost Rider series. I don't know. But they worked for Shield, and now they're with the FBI for some reason. Because they do, they do mention her name, and I forget, and it's not Lilith. Um, yeah. But I don't know. There could also be some mistaken. Oh, it's Agent identity. Talia Warroad. Yeah, it's the best name. That is a cool ass name. I guess she specifically internet just investigates supernatural shit and happenings i like this this fbi agent that's just like can you take me off the paranormal squad i yeah he's like i need something that i can arrest i need the numbers to line up and the numbers never fucking line up with this shit yeah never mind and not be in the bprd she's a (laughs) fucking yeah she's a new character for the series all right okay cool Cool. so we were all wrong met this person (laughs) all right sorry sorry to dope yeah, she's just kind of sprinkled in, and we don't go back to her until later after our weird stranger. And as I, it seems as this, the stranger's coming into town, Johnny's getting worse. And, like, reality's starting to break around him. Yeah, it's completely falling apart. And turning um, violent. Like... Yeah, like, he's seeing this picture, there was a picture of the pig on the wall at the beginning, and oh, now it's, yeah. like, it's, it's disintegrating, and then a wolf is coming out of the painting as well to come grab it, and it's, like, this, all while he's talking to his therapist who just keeps asking him how much he fucks his wife. And then turns into a crazy <laughs> Cronenberg monster herself. Yeah. And, but, like... I like that Cronenberg exactly. is now just a genre of monster. Yeah, it's, it's just great. A, it's just an adjective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he like almost lunges at her and then it like poofs back to just being the regular human therapist and she's like, You should go. He's like, Yeah, all right, I'll leave. Yep. Right. <laughs> That's that is fair, actually. But then we kind of zoom out and we see the whole town is kind of losing their fucking mind. Yeah, like a dude's running over one of his neighbors with his lawnmower, the church is on fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people um, are raiding the pharmacy. He, yeah, he just sees demons when he comes home with his fa- his kid and it kind of splashes back. And um, then this uh, this stranger shows up at the door and says his name is Zeb. Cool. <laughs> Wells. And gives him Zeb gives Wells. the gives oh, the wife a tarot card. <laughs> and then once he kind of he's oh my god, this show, he attacks the guy who then gets hit by a police car. <laughs> <laughs> but then as he's kind of going away he reaches out and like you know is like look you're being the world the whole time you've been here everything's gone to shit the world's gone to hell like let me show you and grabs his hand and he kind of gets this flash of all of these people that have been killed because there's no spirit of vengeance out yeah the world so needs the, the, the spirit of vengeance yeah so we see some like kind of fucked up shit I mean, this whole comic is some fucked up shit. Yeah, <laughs> not the, not the whole. That's thing. true. Yeah, we. I like. It's just like, oh, an old lady getting. Oh, yeah. That's and then like, oh, look, a totem pole of people. A, a like, pair of brass <laughs> knuckles with human teeth embossed in yeah. them. Yeah, 
there's just an eyeball in a box. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is a really effective Marvel horror comic. Like, yeah. I feel yeah. like they've they've been Absolutely. trying to resurrect like the Marvel horror genre to no success, and it's just like all you needed to do was give Ghost Rider the room it needs. Like, yeah, the yeah. world needs the, the spirit of vengeance. <laughs> I, I'm very happy that they chose Percy for this book. Yeah, because definitely, um, I think in addition to like his comics, he's also a horror novelist. Um, that mm. makes sense. That makes so. perfect sense. It se- it seems to be translating quite yeah. well. I like how this this like mysterious stranger dude just turns into a crow and flies away. And just pieces out. Mm. Well, yeah. I wish I could like- do I that. Yeah. So he's definitely Bat. trying to help Johnny in, in any way. <laughs> <laughs> Raven? <laughs> oh my god. So like I like in this scuffle when he comes home, he he notices that his wife has a ring on that he's never seen mm-hmm. before. It's like what the fuck is that? And during this whole scuffle, he ends up chopping off the fingers that have the ring and she like turns into a demon and it seems that that ring was holding the spirit of vengeance back. It was captured oh. in some way. And this giant explosion fire skull. Yeah, thing dude, this is this awesome. mushroom cloud in the shape of a skull. Metal as fuck. <laughs> oh yeah. Which yeah, which then gives us this horror of it infecting uh Johnny again, which cause that seems to be how he describes it. Where he just becomes a small sh- speck at the center of well, Ghost he just Rider becomes just a spectator over. in his own brain. Mm. Yeah, like yeah, a specter exactly. in his own brain. Mm. See what you did there, <laughs> mm. dude. Ghost Rider is awesome. Ghost Rider will yeah. never not be metal as fuck. Like I love the character design. Yeah, and because then he then he proceeds to just eviscerate a bunch of demons. Yeah. This comic just it's like what the comic, fuck, guys? Why did you keep me? This here? comic just goes to show that men will literally just become the Ghost Rider instead of go to therapy. <laughs> I mean, he tried. He tried therapy. <laughs> he tried therapy. Therapy didn't work. <laughs> Belching fire on his problems seems to yeah. work. I mean, uh, that t- tends yeah, to work for fair. me. <laughs> yeah. You know, he found his own form of therapy. <laughs> and it's fire breathing. Um, I love how he tied a knot at the end of the... the I put a little bow at the end of the story, kind of tied the theme together, because the old comment he's talking about, there are no monsters, and at the end he's like... No, there's monsters, and I am the worst no. one. Yeah. I'm, fuck so I'm going to figure out who did it. this to me, and they are going to be pissed. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to fuck feels, them It feels up. like a very, um, uh, uh, the, 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 it feels like Ghost Rider needs a, uh, Wolverine catchphrase, like the, uh, yeah. You know, Flame on, wait, shit. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the best there is of what I do and what I do isn't very nice. It's like, monsters are real and I'm the worst of them all. It feels like yeah, it should exactly. just be his catchphrase. Narrowing and narrowing. It's time to skull up. I just, I just like, it's like, flame on. Fuck, wait. It's skull burden time. No, that's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna chain you. I'm gonna hit you with my chain. Oh god, that's so bad. <laughs> oh. 
All right. But yeah, no, it's it's kind of it's kind of dumb as fuck that uh, people don't do psychological horror ghostwriter often enough. Like, what the fuck are we doing, guys? Also, yeah. this thing is doing? the point where I guess how long has he been trapped here? Right. Since the last time we saw him being the king, did like did the people get sick of him being king of hell? I kind of fell off of that out? story. I, I I don't know how that ended up going down. Yeah, me either. But so this kind of feels sure we'll like that out. that Phoenix story we got a while back. Where, oh, like, yeah. Phoenix, Jean Grey was stuck in this, like, perfect little town that existed mm, in her own mind head. Mind prison? Yeah. Phoenix yeah. Rising, I, th- I think. Yeah, that's yeah, the one. That was it. Also, that, like, Avengers standoff, where it was, like, all the, yes. like, they used a prison of a idyllic, like, town to keep uh, villains at bay in their own little hell. <laughs> yeah. So this has all been done. Before. It doesn't work out well for any of those no, things. It, it never like, works. It usually yeah. ends a with idea. a shitload of fire. So well, there's a yeah, there's a whole run on Thor where they had Donald Blake stuck in yes. there for yeah. all the time. Don't do that. Just it, it just goes bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't 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 keep people in mind prisons. That's don't the PSA people. for today. That's the yeah. <laughs> don't white picket fence people. <laughs> yeah. The truly the worst <laughs> hell there is is suburban. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I want to be classified. I want to be stereotyped. <laughs> oh, now that's stuck in my head. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's it. That's last week's comics. Yes. What do we got this week? We got Batman and Spider-Man. Uh, Dark Knights of Steel. Mm. It's pretty pretty good still get some, get some x-men some moon knight oh moon knight Ooh. nice house on the lake is back speaking of moon knight i'm pretty sure jed mckay called us out on on social media not not too long ago where he he said <laughs> he he loves hearing podcasts he's been on refer to him as friend of the show and there's I no hope, way he wasn't talking about us. <laughs> I, hope I really that's true. hope so. I, yeah, that just means that he continues to listen, yeah. and that's that's special to me. So, Jed, we 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 hear you. We see you. <laughs> Got some Daredevil. Trial of the Amazons finally fear. comes out. It's like a one of the, oh, yeah. the yes, that first Wonder the crossover. Woman, yeah, first Wonder Woman crossover since the Trial of the Gods, I think. Um, uh, strange number one. We get a new Doctor Strange. Yes. Fuck yeah. yeah! Very sad yeah, for that. That death of Doctor Strange so- story ended up being really, really fun. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, we, we talked talk about, about that too much, a but it continued bit. to be good. We we, yeah. we have this bad habit of of starting to talk about a big event and then not talking about how it ends. <laughs> well, the, you know, you got to keep people, uh, you know, baited breath. You gotta <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't want to spoil things too much. I guess is how that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're we're like uh, we're like trailers for yeah. We'll give you the arts. way in. You got to find your way out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> New burn again because that book is dope. that book is we great. All, all right well uh turn this stupid crap off and go to your local comic shop and buy all those books um don't forget to join our patreon we um there's a new episode of now and trade out for our patreon listeners right now uh you'll get it in your regular feed um a week later but if you want to get 
to that stuff early, go join the Patreon. There's also a ton of Patreon-exclusive stuff out there. Like, we, we just started a new Patreon-exclusive show called Top 5, where we grab a handful of dueling genre hosts, put them in a room together, and and then make them make a top five list of, of certain topics. It's fun. It's a fun little show. Go check that out. Go join our Patreon. Uh, yeah, and join our Discord. Hang out. Uh, get, get in on the conversation. we got a lot of cool stuff happening over there. So I'll give you links to all that stuff in the episode description. So go check it out. Um, yeah. So that's it for us, for me, for them. This is Tales from the Short Box. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>